כי כאשר השמיים החדושים והארץ החדושה שאני עושה עומדים לפני כן יעמוד זרחם just as the new heavens and the new earth that I will make will stand before me so will your offspring stand before me which is from the Haftar of Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, but we have to understand what is Yeshaya, what does the Prophet Isaiah mean, the new heavens, the Shemaim HaChadoshim that I'm going to make. The Shemaim, that's now the, the sky that exists now, of course, Hashem already made, as we know, Barashas Barley Kim. So what does it mean that Hashem is saying this hev, the, the heavens, the Shemaim that I'm going to make? And what does it mean that they'll stand before me? And also, what does the end of the Pasuk mean? So too will your offspring, Vishimchem, and your name. All of this is going to stand before me. What does all that mean? In order to understand this, we have to preface what we learned in the previous Mimer, that the running of the souls, the Ratsu, of the souls towards Hashem has to have an awakening from above. Every morning, the, the souls are awakened above with new love of Hashem. However, that's only an awakening, but the true rotsu, the true running, has to be that each person has to work on their own and through his boynus and meditating to come to love of Hashem. And the Ahavarabah, the great love that descends afterwards from Aaron lighting the candles, etc., like we learned, that only happens after a person first does their own Avoid Pnimis, their own inner work, rectifying the animal soul, and Mishatach Berv Shabbos, Yechel B'Shabbos, then the divine soul itself coming into Hashem. Through all of that, a person doing on their own, then the great love can descend upon them from above. So in the previous Mimer, we were focusing on the union of Rotz, of running towards Hashem, of the yearning toward, and running towards Hashem. But we know that Tachlis HaAvoida, that the ultimate purpose of Avoidas Hashem is that it shouldn't just be Rotzi running towards Hashem, but Rotzi V'Shoiv, that returning, returning back down here, meaning after davening and after awakening love of Hashem and fear of Hashem, then afterwards to keep Teremitzis the entire day, while in the physical world, and just like the running towards Hashem has to be b'kayach atzmei with a person's own struggle and a person's own avoida, so to the shoiv, the bringing Hashem back down here in the physical world has to be b'kayach atzmei with the essential own work of the neshama. And even though the hisoyrus milamayla, the awakening from above, is also on the shoiv, like we learned earlier in the Mimer of Ner Chanukah, in the mushal, the, the parable we gave about the flame, that in order for the fire to continue descending onto the wick or the wood, it has to be also through the ruach, the atmosphere, etc. So that means that there's also an awakening for, for the shoiv to then do keep Torah mitzvahs down here below. But just like we learned when it came to the rotsu, that even though there's this awakening from above to go in the ways of Hashem, in order for it to be bipnimius binafshay, that it should really enter a person's soul in an inner way, is dafka thuavidose a person's own toil, so too when it comes to the shoiv. In order for it to affect a person in a pnimius dikan inner way, meaning that a person should actually feel kabbalah somachushamayim, the acceptance of the yoke of heaven which is the kavana klolis, the general kavana of all of Torah mitzvahs, accepting Hashem as king. And also we know that every mitzvah besides this general kavana of Kabbalah, Somach HaShemayim, every mitzvah has its own specific kavana. 
like tefillin, for example, to subjugate the mind and heart, and so to all other mitzvahs have their own specific kavana, which is a specific way to bring God into the world. So there's the general Kabbalah, so Machushamayim, which is the shayv, and there's the specific of all the different aspects of Torah and mitzvahs in order for these things to be bipnimius, in order for them to really affect a person in an inner way, it has to be that a person works on it through his own yegiya, through his own toil, because from an awakening from above it's not going to be enough. It'll just be doing a mitzvah without any kavan at all, and therefore the main shoiv has to be bipnimius, and that's through a person toiling on their own. But the truth is that the shoiv, that bringing Hashem into the world, bringing returning back down after having the ratzui, the running, is a greater koyach atzmai. One needs more of an effort bringing Hashem down here even more than the running towards Hashem by davening. Because ratzui, to be close to elokus, when a person has that, is still feeling the awakening from above. Even though the awakening only came after a person did their own avayda, but still the, in davening, the awakening is still felt. And the shoiv, which is then the entire day, to bring God into one's life the entire day when a person is no longer like by davening in a state of kiruv and dveikus telukus, not chas v'sholem, that a person is ever far from God, but also a person doesn't feel the same kiruv, the same closeness, and therefore a person doesn't feel the awakening from above. And the truth is that the his oiros, the awakening from above for the, for the shoiv, is even from a higher place than the awakening from above for the ratsu. Because they're like we learned the awakening to running towards God is from the Leuven Ha'elyon, the supernal whiteness, which is the Orin Sof, the infinite light of Hashem. But when it comes to the Shoiv, we know that Tachlis HaKavana, the ultimate purpose of creation, is to bring God down here below. And therefore the Shoirish, the root where a person gets the awakening for the Shoiv, is from the Pnimius and Atzmius, the very essence of God in an even higher way. But in order to feel that within the soul, a person has to make themselves a vessel for it by doing their own hisbainos, their own toil, their own avayda, because otherwise a person can't feel at all the hisairos, the awakening of the shayv, the awakening from above to want to bring God into the world all day. And therefore, in order to be able to feel that, to become a vessel, one has to work hard on their own. And therefore, the avayda b'kayach atzmai, working and toiling on one's own, is more in the shayv, even more than the running towards Hashem. And we find this same type of idea by the angels that their shayv also comes from a higher revelation than the running because we know as Rashi explains and over there in Yecheskel where it says that the highest ruts of a shayv, the angels are running and returning, that they run towards God and stick their head up out from under the rakia, the firmament that's on their head. They stick their heads above this rakia, this firmament, but then from Eimas HaShechina, from the fear of the Shechina, that causes them to run away, to return to Shoiv, because a great light is shining upon them. So we see by the angels also that for the Shoiv to be able to have the power to, to run away in, in the right way, that has to come from an even higher level and a higher revelation than the Ratzu. 
And now it's generally known that in the difference between Ratzu Vashoiv is the difference between Chachman and Bina, that Ratzu, the yearning and desire from God, comes from Bina, comes from understanding ideas about God, that by meditating on Gedula Hashem, how Hashem fills all worlds and surrounds all worlds, and it's only a faint ray that's creating all worlds, through meditating on that, one is aroused to a great love like fire. But when, a, when you're meditating on that, all one could meditate on is on the light of God, be, all these different rays of Hashem, because understanding Bina is only possible when it comes to rays of God's light, not Hashem's essence. But Chachma, which Chachma here means a vision of the mind, when a person really deeply understands completely until one goes higher back up to Chachma and has a vision of Chachma that a person has able to almost like see in a vision of their mind the truth of God, that's what causes the Shoiv, the opposite of Ratzui, because then a person has true bittel from their existence. When it comes to running towards God, a person still has a Metzius, a person still exists as still a Yesh that you're running towards God, but when all of a sudden there's a vision of the mind that Hashem, so to speak, reveals Himself to you, that causes the Shoiv, just like by example, when it comes to getting excited and passionate about seeing the king, when is it possible to be excited and all passionate about seeing the king when you're still far from the king and you hear about the king, you hear about the king's greatness, etc., so you're very excited and you're full of fire, you can't wait to see the king, but when a person actually stands before the king and sees Yikar Tiferes Gedulose, the preciousness of his great glory, then it's not possible to be excited, but rather Mizbatel, a person becomes completely nullified and falls to the ground like a stone. So to Baruch Nias, when, when a person comes to the vision of Chachma, when, when a person surpasses understanding and has that vision of the mind that one sees almost as if like one could see in the mind the truth of God, then it's not Shaykh or running towards God, but rather Shoiv returning down here below. One doesn't have even a Koyach to go up, a, but rather to bring Hashem down here into the vessels of this world and fulfill the desire of a Kodesh Baruch Hu to make a dear B'tachtoinim Dafka. Now the Rebbe Rashab Sakasha that was saying now that Chachma, that this vision where it's so clear that God shines upon you after your meditation, that's what causes the Shoiv. But we learned in other places in Chassidus the opposite seemingly. That Re'iyah, the Chachma, that when a person has a vision of the mind causes Dveikus. Like when a person, that when a person is able to see something and they're so completely enamored so completely overtaken by what they're looking at, they can't move away. One can't move away from what one, one is staring at. And of course, dveikus and staring is an Indian of rotsu, of running towards. A person is drawn towards the thing that a person is staring at. Only that when you have such a rotsu of the chachma, when you have a running that comes from this vision, this clarity of mind, one can't move at all. One is completely in a dveikus and bitul kolatzmuse. One is completely nullified to what they're looking at. Just like that, this that the truth of this is what Shemayna Esrei is all about. That we know Shemayna Esrei is a bechin of chachma. When a person is so utterly nullified to the extent that one can't open one's own mouth, rather Hashem svasei tiftach. And of course, Shemona Esra is the ultimate Rotsu, the ultimate being going from down here below to up above Tashem. So, how could we say that the Shoiv comes from Chachma? 
And the answer is that it depends whether one just has this vision in the mind, in the brain, that a person comes to an extent that their mind is completely overtaken by this vision, or if they're also able to bring it into their heart. Like Kehela says, that my heart sees much chachma, that with the eye of the heart one can see a lot more. Because we know that whatever a person is able to really come to feel in their heart, whether it's simcha, or joy or pleasure, or on the opposite, whatever the bitterness, whatever a person feels in their heart, that's what they feel in the ultimate way. So to an Avedas Hashem. When a person has the vision just in their mind, that still causes one to run towards Hashem. But when a person is able to feel this truth of the, of the Chochmah, of this vision that they had, then they feel it in their heart. It comes mamish into their heart. That causes a shiftless and a bitl, a lowliness, just like the difference between a Sar and an Eved, an aristocrat and a nobleman, or as opposed to an Eved, a slave, a servant. The aristocrat is like the Indian of when a person has Chochmah just in the mind, when an aristocrat, a nobleman, sees the glory of the king. He comes to a bittle, but in a way of complete enjoyment of what he's looking at. He has pleasure from what he's looking at. But an Eved, a servant, even a servant that's always close to the king, when he sees the glory of the king, he can't get close to the king. The opposite, he's almost thrown back because of the great year that he feels. And so too, that's why the Kabbalah saw Machul Shemayim, accepting the yoke, really has to be done in the heart as well. One has to bring the chachma of the mind into the heart, just like the servant, and that causes a person into an ultimate bittel, the ultimate nullification, and that's the ultimate shoiv. But lamaisa, the shoiv has to be bekoich atzmoi, and even though there's an awakening, like we just learned that there's an awakening from above for the shoiv as well, but besides the fact that that doesn't last for the whole day, and the whole day to be able to do Torah mitzvahs the rest of the day, but down here below has to be B'koyach Atzmai through one's own labor. But besides that, even the awakening from above, to be able to feel that has to be through one's own Avaida, internal Avaida, and even more in some ways than the Avarabba. The Avarabba, the great love that we learned in the previous Mimer, comes upon a person like a gift after a person does all they can. But when it comes to the awakening, to be able to feel the Shoiv in a deep way, that's Dafka through first meditating on Hashem, Hashem, and then totally connecting one's mind in a very deep way. That's how one could actually have the shave have an effect to cause a person the entire day to bring Hashem down in the world the right way. Meaning, like we learned in the Maimron Lech Lecha, that the order has to be first one has a meditation, a uh, a positive meditation, which is when it comes to the godliness that's enclosed in the world, that it's possible to really have a perception of God's light that's enclosed in the world. That's a sagasachiv. And then one then negates hasagasachlila and understands that God transcends all of that. That no matter how much one meditates on different levels, one negates and says that's all nothing compared to what Hashem's essence is. And then, after Asagasa Shlila, one could then have an Indian of a perception of the mind, the Re'iyaz of Chachma. This vision of the mind, which in truth is even higher than Das, even though usually we say Das, which is consciousness, 
a deep consciousness is the highest level, but a consciousness still means that a person is feeling their own seichel. At the end of the day, you're still feeling your own mind. The ultimate riyad the chachma, this ultimate shoiv, is when a person could feel the very essence that's above what one could feel in the mind at all, but rather there's a vision somehow that a person feels God in their mind and then in their heart in such a deep way to cause them to bring Hashem into the world the entire day, but that has to be dafku through their own toil. Now, it's true that this ultimate clarity and vision of having God's perception of God right in front of a person could happen all of a sudden the person just feels it, but that's only after a person first did all they can with their own yagiya, with their own toiling in their mind, according to the order that one is supposed to, then it could fall upon a person from a high place, this ultimate vision. But the tenai, the condition for it, is that a person uses their das, their consciousness, as much as possible to connect their mind to God constantly as much as they can. Then there could be their leg, funis amsus, then all of a sudden this up leg, this ultimate clarity in the mind could fall upon a person. These are all ways that the shoiv could, even though there's an awakening from an above or there's this clarity that falls on a person, but still there has to first be the preface of their own avoid. But then the Rebbe Shab goes on to say there's an even higher way of koyach atzmoy, and that's when a person doesn't, has not yet come to this level of riyad chachma. A person did not reach this madrega, and yet the entire day they have a shoiv and they strengthen themselves, keeping Torah mitzvahs and surmeira vaasei toiv to turn away from evil and do good, learning Torah all day. That's koyach atzmoy. Mamish, because even though a person had a davening and felt the love and fear of Hashem, but the fact that afterwards, the rest of the day, a person doesn't feel comforted unless somehow they're drawing God into the world through Torah mitzvahs, and the whole day when a person's able to strengthen themselves, that comes from Kabbalah Samachus that a person essentially gave themselves over to God and therefore they never feel comforted until they are able to serve Hashem all day and bring God down into the world all day, that's the ultimate avoid of atzmai. The efshir mar, and maybe we could say that the reason that shoiv is higher is because ratsui, all running and towards God, all yearning, arousing love, has to be through a reason. There's a reason that one has to want God, and that's through meditating on different rays of God's light, because one feels the preciousness of the light and especially how the light is still in its source like we learned in the previous Mimer. But when it comes to Atzmus, to God's very essence, it's not Shaykh HaRatsui because... But rather, when it comes to Atzmus, Hashem's very essence, that brings about the Shoiv. Hamshachas Atzmus, the drawing down of God's essence, is the real Kavana Pnimis, Leila Torah The Shoiv is really rooted implanted within the very essence of Hashem. That's what Hashem wants, to have a dear betachtoinim, and therefore there's no reason for it. So, Ratsui, there's a reason that one is going to want God and yearn and have love for Hashem. There's a reason for it. But because when it comes to the Shoiv, which is God's ultimate purpose of creation, of a dear there is no reason, like we learned already in the first Maimur, 
Therefore, the shayv, that that the soul that we feel to be down here below is coming from the essence of the soul in a higher level than the type, the levels of the soul that perceive different rays of God's light and want and love and yearn and run towards God. That that the soul feels the ultimate truth of atzmos of God's essence is because this, our souls come and are also rooted in atzmos ein sov, and that gives the koyach for the neshama and the bittel and the neshama not to just be bedveikus, but rather to be beshoiv, to draw down God, God down here below through Torah mitzvahs. And the fact that our soul is rooted in God's essence, it was what gives the koyach and the chizuk that a person should be able to keep Torah mitzvahs the entire day and not rest until one finds a way to bring God into God's light into the world through speaking or acting, speaking divrei Torah, or tzedakah, or giving or doing any other mitzvah. Only that will a person make a person feel comfortable otherwise. A person won't feel content with just Ahava, love, and Dveikus, but rather by drawing down Hashem down here below through Torah mitzvahs. And that is not coming from Ava and Ratsui, but rather it's coming from the Shiflus, from the humility that comes from this essence, the Ayin, the nothingness, the Ma, the essential nothingness of the soul, how it's essentially one with Hashem, which is the opposite of the Ratsui, and therefore a person will not feel rest until one, through Kabbalah, Samach Hashemayim, draws down here, God here below, through that essential bitl of the soul and God's essence, where our Neshama Sisrael comes from as well, and that also comes through davening. But the Kabbal Samachu Shemayim is not just through the meditation, but rather from the fact that the soul is essentially one with Hashem, and therefore Kabbal Samachu Shemayim means that one feels how one is essentially given over to God and has no separate entity from God at all, and therefore one feels only what God's will is. If one could tap into the essence of their soul, they're able to tap into the essential will of what God is, which is Dafka to draw God down here below the Shev through Divrei Torah, through speaking different Psukim and Mishnayis, etc to always be talking words of Torah that comes when a person feels the ultimate bittle of their soul and the ultimate unity of their soul with Hashem. And every single person has this in their soul and that's where come, where, why every person is able to also force themselves to serve Hashem even though they don't want to because that's coming because in the essence of who you are is essentially one with the essence of Hashem and the truth is that's why even when a person is trying to do his bainunus and trying to daven and open up their mind and heart for God and they're not being successful they don't feel the awakening from above but because the essence of who a person is when a person tries to do his bainunus even so that has more of an effect on a person in a panemius dick away than if a person was inspired by the revealed aspects of the soul, but rather when a person forces themselves to try to do his bainanos, that taps into the essence of who they are, and therefore that has a more internal effect on the person. And it will also last longer besides the fact that it's most precious to Hashem. And the Indian that we're learning that the shayv has to be with more koyach atzmai, with one's own effort, we also see from the fact that no matter how strong and powerful the ratzui, the running and yearning for God is, one is going to be able to have a shayv that's going to bring a person back down into the world and not have a kloisa nefesh like the four that entered the paradise. Only Rabbi Akiva, nichnas b'shalom v'yotz b'shalom, only Rabbi Akiva was able to have a shayv and return back from the paradise. The other three were not. 
Because the truth is that it's much easier, mitzad, the essential revealed aspects of the soul, to be in a state of kleis hanefesh, of the soul wanting to leave the body and go up to Hashem. That's easier than being down here below in the physical world and keeping Torah mitzvahs like, like we're supposed to. Of course, like we said, the shoiv, one could force oneself. You can't force yourself to love and have rotsui, but the shoiv, you can't force yourself. But when the soul is actually revealed, when a person is able to reveal their potential, it's much easier to want to leave the world and want to be connected to Hashem than to actually be enclosed within the world as one's supposed to. And the reason for this is the reason that it's harder, the shoiv is harder to stay down here below. The Rebbe Rashab gives two reasons. The first reason is because being divested from this world, taking off, undressing oneself from this world by totally focusing on God is much easier than being in the world, staying down here below and still at the same time being connected to Hashem. Which is why Chazal say that Nidarim, Siag Leprishus, that the fence for a person that's too sunk in this world, a person that has to separate themselves from the world, has to make a neder, has to make vows, make a neder to separate themselves from physicality, because like an Amaor, it's a person that's not connected to Hashem enough and eats meat. Very fleshiga things could very easily sink into this world. But a chacham is matir neder. Chazal say, which the simple meaning is that if a person makes a neder, a chacham, a, a sage, could be matir the neder and take away the vow. As we know, there's a din of hataras nedarim. But the Alter Rebbe already explained that the deeper meaning of chacham matir neder is that a person that has chachma, that is able to continue with this connection of bittel of chachma, even while in the world, doesn't need neder. That's a higher level that a person is able to, while in the world, still be connected to Hashem, meaning do the shave properly. To daven all the time and be bedveikos constant connected to Hashem is, is easier than to be in the world and in do all the gashmizdika things and still be connected to Hashem. And the truth is it's explained. Some place says that this is the ultimate, that is the ultimate way and purpose of creation because that is when a person could do that, could be not behafshata, not divested from the world, but invested in the world with Hashem, meaning the shoiv, that is the secret of connecting Yehudi Ilah with Yehuda Tata, the higher level unity, with the lower level unity, which of course is the ultimate Kigavna. That's what Kigavna is all about, that ultimately the purpose is Raza de Shabbos to connect Yehudi Ilah with Yehuda Tata, just like on Shabbos it's a mitzvah to eat and to have pleasure from eating and drinking because all the food on Shabbos is not physical. Rather, an oineg ruchni, this spiritual pleasure, which is why the Holy Svarm said a deeper reason of the Sud of Matzah Shabbos of Malava Malka, of, is to bring the pleasure of Shabbos, that the Roshim, that the Bishvi imprint of Shabbos the whole week, that's what vihi noyam Hashem aleinu, that the noyam, the pleasure of Shabbos, should continue the whole week through the davening of, and the, through the davening of Shabbos should continue the whole week, that's what the Sud of Malava Malka is about. And this Indian of eating on Shabbos is an Bechina of connecting Yehudi La and Yehuda Tata. Yehudi La, the higher level unity, is when a person j- contemplates on Havaya Echad, the unity of God, how the seven heavens and the earth and the four directions are all completely nullified to God and insignificant, kul- insignificant and are as if not 
before God's infinite light. That's Yehudi law when you're meditating on God's infinite light and, so to speak, the world disintegrates. And especially when you meditate that Atzmas or Insof, that the essence of God's infinite light, nothing ever conceals and hides. And right now, God's infinite light or Insof, Mamish, is shining in the world. Umimela, the world doesn't really have a Metzias and the world is nullified and united with Atzmus. Just like before the world was created, like we learned in Parshas Noyach, so that's Yehudi law, higher level unity is when you lose the feeling of the sense of the world because you're meditating on Orin Sof. But to be invested in the world, that you don't have to have the precious, you don't have to go out of the world, but that you're able to maintain the idea of the unity of Hashem. And at the same time, be in the world, that's connecting Yehudilah with Tata, which like we said, Shabbos, that happens by all people, by and by Tzadikim, the real big Tzadikim, that's all the week whenever they eat. Even their eating is a tainugeliki, is divine pleasure, because they feel how everything is unified and connected with Elokus, with Bittel and Dvekus, just like when they're davening. And this is an extremely high level, and that's one of the reasons why it's easier to be Berutz and Klesa Nefesh and just Yehudi Ilah is easier than to actually do the Shoiv and bring the Yehudi Ilah into the Yehuda Tata, meaning to feel the unity of Hashem in Gashmias. That's one of the reasons that it's easier to be in Rotsu than in Shoiv. And now the Rebbe Shab says the second reason, Levadzois, there's another reason that it's easier to be Bekleisa Nefesh, that the soul wants to leave the body. That's how much love one has. That's easier than actually being Beshoiv down here below. And the second reason is because that's the nature of the soul. The nature of the soul is to want to go up to Hashem, to have Kleisa Nefesh. And even though we learned earlier that the essence of the soul feels what the essence of God wants, Atzmut, which is dear Betachtoinim, but it's sort of like what we learned in the Mimer of Kiedaitiv, the Mimer of Parshas Vayera, when we learned about the difference between will and pleasure. That even though will and pleasure are both connected to the essence of the soul, but pleasure is the essence of the soul in its place, and will is this essence of the soul spreading forward. So too, when it comes to Ratzavashoiv, both come from the essence of the soul, but Ratzoy is chitzoinius, the running is external, legabe, the shoiv, because... The soul in a revealed way is like a spark, a divine spark that wants to ascend up above and has a great desire to ascend back up to Hashem because it feels a lukus when it's revealed in the soul. But then the Rebbe Shab says, what do you mean? But when you do shoiv, that's what dir betachtoinim, that's atzmus. That's not just a revelation of God's light. But that revelation is only going to be in the future when Mashiach comes. The fact that doing the shoiv, that being in the world and bringing God down into the world really reaches atzmus is not revealed now. It doesn't shine so much. We feel God more when we have the rutsi, the running towards God. And so to tear oneself away from that running and clays and effish and to stay down here below in a shoiv is very difficult for a person whose soul is revealed in such a way. And so where do we take that ability from? Hurak mitzad It comes from the complete giving over of self. When one gives over one's essence completely and is completely nullified to God's will, and the supernal will of God that's rooted in God's essence is that there should be a shoiv lamata dafka. 
And this shoiv is the inyan of Kabbalah, Samach HaShamayim, of accepting the yoke of heaven, which is not necessarily what one feels and what, what one has pleasure from. Rather, with it came to what one feels, one would want to have close and nefesh, one would want one's soul to be connected to Hashem, but only because of the Kabbalah, Samach HaShamayim, Vaser Leik, Tzichavek, Bukol Sof, that one gives oneself over and puts oneself forward completely into God's essence, and this koyach gives the ability to do the shoiv. And this nullification on Kabbalah's all makes that no matter how much of a desire of Averatsu and a running towards God one has, it'll never be more than one is supposed to, and one is always going to have the shoiv, just like a Evid, just like a servant that accepts the yoke of his master and always feels the yoke of his master. And even at a time of Simcha, when the king is making a feast, and a very joyous feast, a real servant never has more too much simcha and never loses his awe and fear of his master. So too, when a person has kabbal samach no matter how strong the rotzer is, one will always afterwards come and bring back God down below through the shoif. And this kabbal samach is the ultimate koyach atzmei, serving Hashem from one's own Koyach from one's own ability, just like we have when it comes to a physical king. Just like a physical king, that that the nation accepts upon themselves and crown the king to be a king, that's what makes him a king. So to Kabbalah Samach Shemaim, that the real Kabbalah Samach Shemaim doesn't come from a revelation from above. It's from, like the nation accepting the king, it comes from within Mamish, Hanasham Yisrael, from in themselves, accept upon themselves Hashem's kingship to be completely given over to him. Because all Kabbalah is really one has to choose, one has to want to give oneself over and to accept God as a king that has to come from within, that is the ultimate Koyach Atzmai, just like Dafka Adamarishan was the one that was the first one to accept God as king by saying Hashem Molach. And we have Kabbalah Somach Hashemaim in every Rosh Hashanah, which is above logic that we make and crown God as king, that Hashem should want to be king. And it's true that that allows that Hashem then reveals His kingship just like He does in the angels. He also reveals His kingship to the neshamas down b- below. Umayracha alehem that we also feel Hashem's the, the, the kingship, but that's only after we first accept upon ourselves the desire to make Hashem our king. And that Hamshach is through the Kabbal Samach then the Rebbe Rashab parenthetically adds in a question that seemingly we learned early in the Maimur that the reason that Kali Yisrael have Kabbalah Samach HaShemayim is the essence of the soul that essentially Neshama Yisrael are beheskashrus etzem nafshem ba'atzma sein sof that essentially within we're miyuchad ba'amitas atzmusay that our Neshamas are unified mamish with God's essence and completely within and that's the seemingly why we accept all Malchus Shemayim down here below. So why is it B'Koyach Atzmai? And the answer is because that essence of our soul is extremely hidden. We don't feel that at all. And therefore it could be that that's what gives us the Koyach, but that we actually fulfill it and our Mechabal Al Malchus is the ultimate Koyach Atzmai, our own service of Hashem. And through Kabbalah Samach through that one has a true service of Hashem with both Ratzai and Shoiv 
like one is supposed to, and generally one nullifies all one's will to Hashem's Torah and mitzvahs like a servant that accepts upon himself the yoke of his master to serve him properly, then through that accepting gives that koyach and chizuk that on his own he'll be able to then serve Hashem and nullify himself before Hashem, whatever Hashem commands him. And according to this, now we could understand the Pasuk, Kikashra Shamaim HaChadoshim. That Yeshaya says that in Hashem's name, that Hashem's going to make a new Shemaim and a new Aretz. And what's Aretz and Shemaim? Eretz is the Ratsui, which you might have thought opposite, that the land is the Shoiv, but the Rebbe Shab says that Eretz is the Ratsui, is the running towards Hashem. That's the more earthly thing. That's the lower level, is the Ratsui, is the running towards God. That's the Eretz. Like we know Chazal say, why is it called Eretz? Why does the land is called Eretz? Sheratzta, it ran to do Hashem's will. And Shamayim, the higher level of the sky, is the Shoiv. Meaning just like the sky gives over rain and is mashpia, so too through the Shoiv one draws down. Torah mitzvahs down into the world, one draws mind chur in the mail, waters Hashem into the world. But all that, 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 that happens now that Shemaim and Arts, that Ratzavashoiv has to come through our Avodah with our Yigiyah, that's only now. But what Yeshai is saying is that in the future, Hashemaim achadoshim v'aretz achadosh asher that Hashem is going to do it, that in the future there's also going to be running and returning, but it's going to be mitzad atzmas or insof, that Hashem is going to pull us towards and forward to back and forth. Hashem is going to do all of it in the future. And that's what the Pasuk continues so will your offspring and your name Zarachem B'Shimchem Zarachem the deeper meaning of your offspring is Torah Mitzvah or Zarul Tzadik and Shimchem your name the deeper meaning of Shimchem is Kabbalas Ol Malchus like it says Vayas David Shem that David is the Indian of Malchus is Kabbalas Ol meaning that now Kabbalas Malchus Shemaim and keeping Torah Mitzvah is through our Avoida but in the future it's going to ascend and Hashem Atzmasar and Sov is going to be the one causing the Ratzi V'shoiv and so it's true that right now we have the physical heaven and earth, but the new heaven and earth is going to be the Ratz of Ashev that is going to ascend from going, go up, from just being our Avodah now. And in the future, when we do a Ratz of Ashev, is going to be Mamish Mitzad Atzmus from God's essence, Mamish.